0: That's right, Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com Welcome back to the Cricket Corner Podcast as we preview the first day's play between India and Australia in the second test match here at New Delhi. Similar to the first test in Nagpur, Australia once again won the toss and Pat Cummings had no hesitation to bat first on yet another dryish pitch. I think the reason is pretty similar. Australia did not want to bat 2nd and 4th on this pitch which is bound to turn and grip as the test match progresses. Now the first talking point of the game came as soon as Pat Cummings was asked to name his starting eleven. For the second test match, and Australia went ahead with three genuine spinning options. And that let us uh, that aside, uh, keeping Travis head aside. So, Australia made two changes for, for from the side which lost by innings and 132 runs in the first test match in Nagpur, out went Matt Renshaw, in came Travis head. Now, that was the most obvious change australia were gonna make and which could have been predicted let's say by a five-year-old if they were interested in cricket and that was that was uh straight straightforward but the change which surprised a lot of people was the exclusion of scott poland and the inclusion of matthew kuderman now kuderman's the latest addition to the Australian squad. I think he replaced Swepson in the squad uh, between the first and the second test match. Now we now Scott Boland had a decent first test match but everyone expected him, at least I certainly expected him to replay, to be replaced by Mitchell Stark because apparently there were news that Mitchell Stark was fit enough to uh, play in the, first, in the second test match but apparently Australia going hard, Australia going aggressive with their spinning options and have picked up three spinners in the in the form of Matthew Kuhneman, uh first Test match hero Todd Murphy, and the evergreen Nathan Lyon. But it was Australia who batted first, and uh, let's be honest, Australia were much much better much better than their efforts in the first Test match first session, where they only managed 177. Australia did get uh, did get bowled out. Now that's something they might not want to have because there were like 12 or 13 who was remaining in the end of day's play when uh, the final wicket fell but Australia managed to put up a, a commandable I would not say commandable I think a respectable total of a, of 263 and that was largely down to three important innings played uh, by the Aussie batsmen first one coming right at the top with Usman Khwaja Usman Khwaja showing that he is one of the informed batsmen and one of the most pretty to watch when he's on song. Usman Khwaja making 81 runs of 125 deliveries. His innings included 12 fours and one ginormous six. He was partnered well along uh, alongside David Warner. David Warner did have a somewhat struggling start of an innings. Sometimes he looked in control, sometimes he didn't. He made 15 of 44 deliveries. But the opening stand did go past 650. I I wouldn't say go past 50. It was exactly 50 when Warner fell. Um, uh, uh through uh to once again through Mohammad Shami, Mohammad Shami picking up David Warner on the 15th over. Then uh, Manas Lagushain came in. Uh, he just added 18. And three deliveries later, it was Steve Smith's time to go back. Both wickets taken by Ravi Chandran Ashwin in in the spell of four deliveries. But uh, uh, Usman Khwaja's contribution uh, was the uh, was the highest one uh, as far as the Australian innings is concerned. He made 81 as we mentioned, but he was looking strong until he tried to sweep Ravi, Ch- uh, Ravi Jadeja and a blinder of a catch taken by KL Rahul with one hand uh, at the cover area. That was one of the best catches I have seen in test match cricket for some time now and that was... Something special, and I felt like the innings were so nicely um, crafted by Usman Kwaja that only a special catch that of KL Rahul could have dismissed, and uh, that was Kwaja done for 81. But then, <clears throat> sorry, the Australian contribution did not just die down. Uh, Peter Hanscom, once again showing why he is one of the better uh, players of spin, uh, he remained not out, unbeaten. Uh, for, on 72 of 142 deliveries uh, with an innings comprising of just nine boundaries. But uh, I feel like uh, Peter Hanscom's contribution is uh, a lot more important to Australia than uh, Usman Kwaja's. Now, don't get me wrong, Usman Kwaja was absolutely brilliant for his 81 runs. But Peter Hanscom came in when, uh, when Steve Smith fell and Travis Head following uh suit early he just made 12 he Did hit a six though uh travis head but he out he was gone for 12 um alex carey who usually sweeps his way uh off the spinning tracks uh, uh got gone out without troubling the scorers but hanscom 72 was uh paired nicely with uh, skipper pat cummings pat cummings coming in and scoring 33 of 59 deliveries. Uh, his innings comprised of three fours and two sixes, so Pat Cummings showing why you can consider him as an all-rounder, but again, his contribution was important to the proceedings as well. Pat Cummings picking up, uh, picked up by Chadeja uh, for an LBW at 33, and that rest of the tail again didn't contribute. Todd Murphy again not. Nathan Lyon did score a couple of boundaries for his 10 runs and Matthew Kuhneman on debut scored 6. Now, so so that's uh, the uh, the Australian batting card. Contributions coming from uh, Usman Khwaja scoring 81 runs, Peter Hanscom scoring 72 and um, Captain Skipper Pat Cummings scoring 33. Uh, as far as the Indian bowling li- uh, bowling contingent is concerned, Mohamed Shami was the pick of the bowlers, picking a 4-for-60 of 14.4 overs, which included four maidens. He picked up the wicket of David Warner, Travis Head, and then cleaned up the tail by getting rid of Nathan Lyon and Matthew Kooneman. Mohamed Siraj was wicketless, but uh, the Indian spinners usually are never. Ravi Chandran Ashwin, 3-for-57, and Ravindra Jadeja, three for 68. Those two are always amongst the wickets. Akshat Patel just got 12 overs, none for 34. He was the fifth bowling option used by Captain Rohit Sharma. But when Ravi, uh, Ravi Chandra Ashwin and Ravindra Jadeja on song, you don't need a third spinning option. Uh, the duo taking up six wickets between them and the rest four were taken by Mohammad Shami. Now, there was, an in, uh, there was an interesting point made by Matthew Hayden in the commentary box uh, during the first session. He said that the pitch already looks like it's two to three days old and it was dusty and it was dry and he felt like the cracks could open up uh, in the heat, in the Delhi heat. Now, that's an interesting call because uh, even the commentators feel like the the pitch is going to... <coughs> sorry deteriorate as the game goes on which could mean that the 263 Australia have put on on the scoreboard could be a good enough total now we all know how good India are when it comes to their batting they're bat so deep they're back down to number nine it's more and let's be honest Shami has scored 37 in the last game he's like he could have one of those backcomings kind of uh, influence on the batting lineup as well but Australia have three genuine spinners, one part-time spinner in Travis Head. Can you call Manas Labushain as a part-time spinner as well? I, I would say yes. So they have five spinners and Pat Cummings at their sole uh, space bowler. So Australia might be feeling like if the pitch is going to de- 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 uh, uh, go downgrade, Then they might be having a chance of restricting India to a respectable total, which they can then trail or build a lead upon. If they, if Australian bowling is on point, they might, uh, they might be good enough and restrict uh, India to a total well within their reach and not go past somewhere like, um, somewhere like four hundred, which they did in the last innings in the last Test match. I beg your pardon but India had uh, India came out to bat with uh, just nine overs uh, to to play and Rohit Sharma and KL Rahul were able to negotiate those nine overs without much of troubles. They had a few troubles. We'll talk about them in just a second, but Rohit Sharma ending the day's play with 13 runs and KL Rahul on four. Uh, Rohit Sharma did score one boundary uh, on, on the course of his 13 runs, but that's uh, India 21 for none at nine overs, but the talking point came uh, at the very last over of uh, of the indian of the first test match of the, of the first uh, of the last over of the first day's play sorry for <laughs> for the confusion of the words there but uh, nathan Lyon bowled the last over of the day and with just four balls remaining and india on uh, 20 for no loss Lyon bowling round the round the stumps and rohit sharma then tries to flick the ball but However, the ball looped into the hands of short leg, and was given out by the on-field umpire. Uh, the ball was in, uh, the the decision was immediately reviewed by Rohit Sharma and the replaced and the ultra clearly showing that there wasn't a bat involved, and the decision was re- reversed to not out. The next ball, Rohit Sharma takes a single, brings Kale Rahul on strike with a couple of deliveries left, and the ball. And uh, and Nathan Lyon once again bowling round the round the wicket, the ball keeping so low that Roy, uh, K Rahul had to like dig deep to get it uh, get, uh, to get it off the stumps, which was quite interesting. That the ball is keeping so low on the very first day's play at uh, on on day one, to be honest. And but India was was safe uh, uh, and they safely negotiated those nine overs, those nine overs. Uh, which had uh, six of them being bowled by the spinners four by Kuhneman two by Nathan Lyon three by Pat Cummins so there is no introduction of Todd Murphy he would be expected to bowl in the first session on the second day's play So, so that's the situation at the end of day one India 21 for no loss and they end the first day's play trailing Australia by 242 runs so that's still a long long way to go for India before they can even think about taking a lead in this second test match so what do India need to do I think India want their openness to at least negotiate the first session on the second day and India definitely needs their middle order to contribute <coughs> sorry if India India's middle order comprising of Pujara, Kohli, Shreyas Iyer is back uh, replacing Surya Kumar Yadav and Shri Kar Bharat can contribute somewhat then it will take the pressure off the likes of Ashwin, Jadeja, Akshar Patel and Mohammad Shami. Uh, because they are the ones usually doing all the scoring because the middle orders failed in Nagpur. So India definitely want the middle order to conti- uh, contribute and if they do then they could could pile up a huge total and provide Australia with some troubles. But let's be honest the pitch is going to turn and Australia with three genuine spinners and two part-timers could have the upper hand if India are not careful so that's the short review of the first day's play between India and Australia here at the Arun Chetli Stadium in New Delhi once again to wrap things up uh, and to remind the listeners that Australia made 263 but were bowled out with 12 overs remaining. In reply, India batted for 9 overs and scored 21 runs. India trailed by 242 runs at the end of the day. And we look forward to yet another brilliant day's play in the set on, on day 2. So that's the review done. Now I'll head back to my class, uh, which is 2 hours long. But you have to go. You have to do what you have to do. I might be editing the class. or might be editing the podcast in the class. Wish me luck. Uh, See you tomorrow. Ciao for now. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line of the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office.